Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. It's finally here. It's game week. And this is the LEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. No producer Seth today, which is probably good for everybody on the pod and listening to the pod. But if you want to check him out on Twitter, you can check him out at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Brando? Much like Purdue, when it becomes game time, they don't show up. So um, I would say that even to Seth if he was here. He is not, but we will march on. (laughs) And he would have no defense, similar to Purdue. So, Ooh! Uh, <laughs> well, hey, man, let's get right into it, because I am um, approximately 24 plus 12 minus 3, 33 hours away from leaving for Iowa City. Um, so let's talk about the game between the number 18 Iowa Hawkeyes and the number 17 Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, it'll take place at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City, Iowa kickoff 2 30 local 3 30 eastern time so 3 30 indiana time most of the people listening uh on btn network big 10 network i don't know why i said btn that's big 10 network network doesn't exist um yeah any thoughts on that getting btn 3 30 it's super surprising i mean i don't mind see i would I would love this if this was at IU, like 3.30 kickoffs are the best. You get yeah. a tailgate, and then mm-hmm. it's also not too late in the day either. A little so. bit of night, a little bit of night at the end. Just exactly. Just a of night at the exactly. end. Exactly. So I love the kick time. I don't, I mean, the channel doesn't make any sense. Like, I can't believe we couldn't have gotten a bigger network, but we're going to have plenty of opportunities to do that. So I'm not, I'm not getting my panties all, all wrangled up about this. So um it's very you know, revealing we'll, very revealing <laughs> uh so i i could care less what channel it's on i'm just so ready this could be on like an analog tv in like the 1950s and i'd i'd find a way to watch this um so the care. one silver lining to that is we do have the number one well i'm not a big fan of their number one um commentary group but we do have them and they are doing their whatever tailgate show at the game too so um at least they're going to do their full ensemble of like top everything for this game it won't be as good as dan dockage's put together tailgate show that you and i stopped by to see anything is better than anything dan Dan (laughs) ever does um so yeah let's uh let's hop into the game the previous meeting um and then i'll go over the format of kind of what this is we'll revisit it since it's been so long but previous meeting was in 2018 we kind of talked about this enough on the um season preview pod um iowa won 42 16 it was at indiana i believe it's homecoming if i'm not mistaken or pretty close to it 
Uh, it was the Nate Stanley and tight end show. So that was uh, Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson. You got it right. Yes. In the preview, you butchered it. But yes. Not so fast. You I got did that not write right. their names down either because I could not remember Noah Fant's name. I was like, I know him. I had him in fantasy last year. He's hurt all the time. But yeah, there it is. But yeah, the, the teams are totally different now. You don't have any of those players. IU has some of the same players, most of the same players, but oh, much more mature. Most of those guys were, were true freshmen. Spencer time, Petrus so. is no Nate Stanley. Let's just we hope, get we that. hope so. We hope so. Um, okay, so here's real quick on the format of these of these preview pods. Uh, again, we'll do a post-game pod after the game. It'll be probably a Sunday night recording so monday release depending on you know if brandon can't do it because of the steelers or something so um so we'll do an intro like we just did we'll go into what the game is a little highlight from the the previous meeting uh any news which is a new thing that we've been doing and then we'll get into monday presser highlights which is any anything from that's worth talking about if you missed tom allen's press conference on monday um then we'll break down iowa briefly um, we've broken them down enough on their own podcast. You can check that out. Um, then we'll do uh, yeah, definitely go back and look at that. I mean, we're going to yeah, cover We're going to cover this breakdown. It's going to be three to five minutes, guys. We went real in depth with almost every well with every team we've played. That's those last about 30 minutes to an hour. So if you really want to know the opponent, go back just a few episodes ago. Episode you, 31, just to be exact. Yep, and you can check that out here. If you're looking for a real breakdown of the opponent, you're not going to get too in-depth no. analysis here. We're just going to get into the game. This will be more on, on IU side of the ball. Um, well, I guess. No pun intended there. But IU side of, of things. Um, so then after, after the quick opponent overview, um, we will get into what IU players Brandon and I would like you guys to watch. We're going to watch them too, but you guys maybe keep another eye on them. Um, one offensive player, one defensive player, one special teams player. Um, and then that's it. And we'll get into the randos and predictions, and then we will, um, tell you guys to love us. So, um, let's do what we do. Let's get into the news. Um, not a ton of stuff going on. We did have that new alternate uniform revealed today. Uh, I keep saying 1993. I don't know if they've come out and said what it is. You seem pretty stoked on it, dude. Are, are you are you stoked? I like on, the helmet. I love the helmet. Man, the jersey. Have you seen the helmet? Yeah, you should. The jersey's whatever. If they're going to wear the red pants. I love it when they wear the red on red. They haven't done that for a few years now. Um, but red on red, I'm assuming that's what they used to wear. Uh, and then the black face mask, the black eye with the black around the outside. And then the weird thing down the middle, maybe we just keep the two stripes and I don't know. We'll see what they do. But um, yeah, I'm excited about them. I think it's it's nice to have a fresh look. It's definitely, and as much as I was kind of defending the camos last year, I think it's better than the camo jersey last year. Camos kind of got ripped online. I mean, yeah, was, they did I not know. have, they did not have a great, great time. No. And, you know, it was a bad luck jersey. I thought we they won, were fine. But it was bad luck. I thought they were fine. When do you think that we'll wear them? I'm thinking oh. I got I get, there's a lot now that I'm thinking homecoming, maybe, probably first game night game. So okay. so I, I haven't looked into the marketing yet. It'll be whenever we have like a, the 90s tribute, like we think like the 1992 team or, you know, whenever that is. That's when we'll do this. OK, um, I don't know when that is, but I, I would bet a pretty penny that whenever we we bring recognize former teams that's when we'll do this retro 
So I guess what I'm getting at is, is I don't see us doing it against Rutgers or Minnesota. I think that's it. Um, that's it as far as the news goes. Other than that, Don Fisher said it again today on uh, the radio show that this is the best looking football team he's seen in 49 years. And that's coming from a consummate pro, you know, and not somebody that's literally done everything football for 49 years. If anyone who's listened to this podcast long enough, you know, I'm dramatic and very hyperbolic, right? And I talk in absolutes, the best, this, the only that, the yeah. worst, that, that, yeah, you're this is, that's, that, <laughs> <laughs> that's not Don Fisher. Like that's absolutely not Don Fisher. So when he says that you got to take it as gospel, right? Oh, I remember the old, like not even old, just what is it? What year is it? 2021. So like six seven years ago when we were really bad listening to him on the radio he wouldn't hold back no He'd be like what are we doing what is why would what what is this like yeah i don't know he'd just straight up call it out he's not going to be um you know blowing smoke up anybody's butt nope so consummate bro um let's get into the monday, monday presser highlights um not a lot i mean it is what it is a bunch of coach talk cta is really impressed with iowa of course, all three phases, blah, 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 blah. But he really focused yeah, it's nothing on nothing we didn't know, yeah, right? No, like no, Tyler Goodson and, and their special teams. I didn't know their special teams. I will say that, I guess. Number one in the Big Ten last year. Guess who was number two? IU. So I don't know what that means. I don't know, man. We didn't return anything for, we didn't return any kicks. I mean, maybe it's just. I don't know. Special teams is special teams. That's more your Chuck, Chuck, Chucky C baby. That's all I care all about all day. Um, uh, and then he confirmed, I think that Michael Penix is the day one starter. Hey, um, hey did you know Tom Brady is going to be starting? Did, did you Aaron <laughs> Rodgers? I guess that actually wasn't hey, listen, a guarantee. I thought Cam Newton but, was starting, um, but I guess not. Well, I don't know. Um, do you want to do you want to mention the person that asked the probably the dumbest question I've heard an oppressor? So in a while? Uh, I'm not going to mention him by name, but uh, a local Indianapolis newspaper. If you know, you know, uh, columnist that is very pro IU weird enough. The Purdue guys really like this guy. He asked something along the lines of. Is Michael Penix going to be the starting quarterback? And if so, did you have to address the team or did you just leave it as it is? And the quote from Tom Allen was definitely didn't need to announce it. End quote. (laughs) Water is wet. The sun will come up tomorrow. And Michael Penix (laughs) is the starter. Yes. If he's healthy, he's starting. It it, it wouldn't be so much noteworthy if CTA hasn't said this multiple times over camp and before camp, like he's on pace, blah, blah. I I don't know. Silly question from a silly journalist. So he did go into that. He did go into his rehab part and how hard he's been working. He did say that that had a lot to do with it. If he didn't work as hard as he did, chances are that, you know, he wouldn't be where he's at and then he wouldn't be starting. So dude looks swole. Like, he does. He does. Look for for him. He looks he looks big. You know, he's no me, but he looks pretty big. Um, message. The only reason I'm bringing this up is really we had a message board scare today. I didn't see it. Uh, source of mine saw it and uh, told me that it was immediately removed. So good. Good. Good on. Good on. Good. Well, well we, does it mean we, it's trash or does it mean that like uh, you guys aren't supposed to see this? 
what does Man. it mean? I mean, we'll, we'll bring up Peaks. They do an awesome job. It's where we get up. We're paying That's customers. We we're, we're paying customers of them. We got to give credit where credit's due. I don't think, I mean, again, hard to put journalistic integrity and message boards in the same, but I think if there was any smoke to that fire, um, it, it would have at least been addressed. Like yeah. Matt Weaver would have said, Hey, I'm looking into it or I haven't heard of it. You know, they, they seem to remove just straight libel, right? Like stuff that's just not even remotely yeah. true. So like, I got to imagine that's what it was. I didn't see it either at a, a super busy work day. Um, but they, they know what they're doing over there. It's not their first message board rodeo. And I, I got to imagine um, it would have been addressed in some sort if it was at all a possibility. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a little bit scary now. Didn't even think about it Monday or Tuesday. Now I'm thinking about it. So um, I can't imagine though, man, the line, the line, by the way, I should have done this in the preview. Um, the line on the game back up a little bit, three and a half now on DraftKings started at six and a half, I believe. Right. Did way and, back and in Iowa's favor. Freaking, so we moved it I don't know, quite a April, bit. May. That just means money's coming in on Iowa just a little bit. Not much. Um, went all the way down to a toss up. Now a little bit of money's coming in. So, um, the only other thing that I thought was pretty cool and you were like, no, duh, of course. Um, he straight up came out and said, Steven Carr is a starting quarter or starting running back. I thought it was Tim Baldwin's job. No. Uh, I, uh, I mean, pretty obvious. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> that is a direct quote from <laughs> Tom Allen. Um, he just, I don't know. I don't have to go into all of it. He talked you, you, about you love Timmy B. Timmy, and... Timmy, Timmy B is going to get snaps. But um, what, what has, at least in this short sample uh, of Tom Allen's career, he's always had a bell cow back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like he's always had that guy with everything else, you know, sprinkled in. Uh, and I, I mind that. I, I don't, I don't buy into the running back by committee thing. I think, especially, Running back, you need to get a few carries to get your legs into you. Um, and gosh, Stephen Carr is by, you know, I don't want to say by far. Stephen Carr is really talented in a really talented room. He, um, I talked about it last week, or maybe it was the week before. I was watching some of the, the practice video. Holy crap, that kid can move. Like, he's, got, he's got gears. He did. He's got gears. So I'll be really excited to watch him on Saturday. Um, yeah. I guess that's it. Let's get into Iowa real quick. Um, so we know that they've got a very solid running back, Tyler Goodson. I'm not going to get into awards. I didn't look up any of this stuff. Again, listen to episode 31. I'll go more in depth on what I was really going to bring. This is a little different, I think, than what I said before. They're pretty deep at wide receiver, um, but inexperienced. I mean, they lost the they lost the hyphens. Both starting hyphens are gone. Um cannot remember either one of their like real last names but both of them are gone um seth did send a little note in nico regani nico regani i think is that one of the wide receivers he said keep an eye on him uh good and game taiwan will i'm not worried about so, it. yeah um, they, they don't they don't have anyone like jalen williams or true. reese taylor or taiwan mullen also larry tracy's brother don't remember his first name is on that team as a starting wide receiver as well, too. Probably not Tracy Tracy. Not Tracy Tracy. Not Tracy Tracy. Dwayne Dwayne. Um, the guy throwing them the football, Spencer Pet- 
Petrus. You're going to have to help me out with this one. Petrus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, much better as the season went on. Again, they started 0-2, finished the season 6-2. and Okay, they. I mean, did they play, they play a bowl game? I don't remember. I don't know. Fisher said they won their bowl game, but I don't remember them playing a bowl game either. Um, so uh, he came along much better as the season progressed. Does that carry into Saturday? I don't know. I think a lot of that depends on can we get pressure? Can we keep the ball out of their hands in general? All that stuff. We'll talk about that kind of stuff here coming up in a little bit. Um, they do have a strong defensive backfield and linebacking group. The one part on the defense that they are going to struggle at a little bit, hopefully, fingers crossed, as far as experience goes, would be their defensive line outside of one defensive end, and that is uh, Van Valkenburg, uh, who's kind of a stud. He's like a monster. He's like an actual Viking, I think. Shocker, right? I mean, it's Iowa. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I've got on Iowa. Do you have anything else you want to add as far as what you're looking at at Iowa, I guess? Uh, I, mean, I think all eyes are on Petrus, right? I mean, I, the, I progressed as the season. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, if you don't progress, you're probably going to end up like Joe Milton and not on your team anymore. Um, so I, obviously he progressed across the year. All quarterbacks should. I think it's their weak spot. You can you can highlight Goodson. You can highlight their defensive line. You can highlight, you know, a deep wide receiver room. But, I mean, to, to steal a very commonly used cliche, no quarterback, no chance. Um, so Petrus is going to have to show up to have a chance for Iowa to have a chance. Yeah. I, before we get into the promo, I just need to talk about my anxiety. Like I've just been like nonstop moving this entire pod. Like I, it's a little jittery. I, I like that we're starting against a major opponent. But for my nerves, it would be so much better if it was just Idaho to start the season. So I could go in and be like, okay, let's just talk about Idaho real quick. I'm not going to be freaking out about getting down there for the tailgate. I'm not going to be freaking out about the game, hopefully. Well, also, like, how many times would we bring it up in this in the preview pods? Like, it'd be cool if we were playing, like, a more inexperienced, like, drawing an Ohio State with C.J. Yes. Stroud. Yes. Or, you know, Minnesota getting- tomorrow. So watch out for that, by the way. Yeah, like I'm, get, getting Michigan with Cade McNamara, like getting um, you know Purdue with uh, you know the, a lot of inex, a lot of transfers they have. Like this Iowa team has is pretty experienced, and they got a quarterback returning. So it's not like your ideal week one. With that being said, spoiler alert: I'm still not that worried. Okay. All right. That makes me feel a little bit better. Um, okay. So it does look like, I don't know if I want to hammer Ohio state in that game tomorrow or not. It's down to minus 13 yeah. started at minus 14. I don't know. That's scary. man. That's scary no, for them. No, it's scary not. Tanner, Tanner, Tanner Morgan. He was a one hit wonder. On the DJ flex a clown. He is a clown. That's true. Minnesota's I don't, I don't like know him. that to be true. I, I got in trouble with that last time. Don't do that. Don't set me up like that. I didn't get in trouble, but I got called out. Uh, he's just, I don't know, he's a clown. Get out of here. Road a boat. <laughs> um, you know what's not clowning? The Monon Track Club. I don't know. That was terrible. Uh, the you've Monon had Track better. Club. You, the, yeah. it, you've had better. But it's they okay. Don't, yeah. Persevere. Deserve like a full on. I'm not even going to read it. I'm not going to read it. 
persevere. Monon Track Club, check them out. Really cool running gear. Um, cool t-shirts, hats, stickers, all that jazz. Um, MononTrackClub.com. Uh, put in the promo code LEO10. That's LEO10. It'll get you 10% off your purchase. Help support an IU-owned small business. IU doesn't own it, but Garrett owns it. He went to IU. Um, help him out. Don't help. It's not like begging for you. But yeah, you know, hook him up. Hook him up. Hook us up. Hook us up. Hook him up. Um, all right. That's it. Again, check out the show notes for more info on that. Uh, let's get into the players to watch. Again, one offensive player, one defensive player, one special teams player, or coach. Man, my, my offensive player is... I don't think maybe he probably isn't even a top five offensive like player to watch, but I'm just so excited to see what he brings. And that's DJ Matthews. Like what, what, that's a good one. What dynamic does he bring? Because I love WAP, but there was a very small opportunity. WAP could bust out an 85 yard screen pass for a touchdown. I think this is a small step up. Like this is WAP and a half WAP with speed. Yes, like what and that's WAP had great hands, ran great routes, was a great leader, was a great motivator. There was a lot of things WAP was an absolute game breaker. He was not right. So again, I, I'm not expecting anything big from DJ Matthews, right? Maybe a couple of catches, maybe a couple runs, but he absolutely has the ability to take it to the house. Um, and just seeing how he's used in this Nick Sheridan offense. I'm going to be glued to like wherever he's lining up on the field. Um, when you have options like Stephen Carr and Peyton Hendershot and Ty Freifogel, again, your eyes probably should be somewhere else on the offensive side of the ball. But for me, I'm, I'm watching what he does pre-snap, where he lines up. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what this new wrinkle he could bring to an already explosive offense. So we talked about this with Seth about the NCAA football um, roster update where you got the 2021 rosters on there. So when you do that, he's actually starting opposite of Freifogel. Yeah, it's because it's a video game. They it's don't a video understand. game. It's a video you know, game, but he's wide receiver, right? Yeah. He's really good. So, so I'm really excited to see what he can do with a competent coach and a competent quarterback. So um, speaking of WAP real quick, WAP did make the, Vikings practice squad. He was cut yesterday. You're so deep. I have a, I'm going to a Vikings game. One of my closest friends is a huge Vikings fan going to the Vikings Steeler game in December. Uh, they're just so deep at wide receiver. They like him, um, but it's going to take an injury or two. I'm glad he stuck around. He good looked for, pretty good, good in the he limited did. time he got yeah. in the preseason. So I don't think he had any drops or any missed targets. So we'll see. Um, what about couple- you? Who's your offensive player? Okay. I was going to sit here with the, the Vikings for a second, so I'm glad oh, you got me off of that. No, because yeah. I was going to say there were a couple other Big Ten people in here. Um, Amir Abdullah, Tough Borland, right? Great name. Um, Amir Abdullah, man, he was he was good, but he, he hasn't. if you can't play for the Lions, you can't play. Yeah, well, Reggie Bush, all that stuff. Um, okay, so, well, that's a good transition actually because my offensive player to watch is Stephen Carr there we go another IU debutante is that a correct usage of debut no idea but it sounds great yes um so why is he a player to watch we don't know 
Have you ever seen him play football? I haven't. I've seen his highlights. They look great. My highlight tape looks great. But, and I'm not very good. Um, you are better than Noah Vedrum. Don't. Yes. Sell yourself that is, short. that is in the podcast somewhere. You, and you know, that's going to be a bit that I just completely <laughs> wear out. Yes. And now it's on Twitter. So I appreciate <laughs> that getting thrown out there. So whenever poor Noah Vedrill <laughs> Twitter searches his own name, name. he's going to see that there's a child and a podcast host that are better than him. <laughs> um, so with Stephen Carr, it, he needs to be what we were missing pretty much the last two years. No, no offense to Stevie Scott. I thought he was great. Um, well, really good. I won't say great. We need a great running back again. We need and divine Redding. Not an NFL talent, apparently, but great college running back. Tico, great college running back. We need to develop a more consistent running game. I will tell you this every podcast, almost every game. If we can run the ball against Iowa with that, with that inexperienced defensive line, especially in the middle, on the road, you control the clock, you control the game. Dude, I mean, you're kind of missing what I think is the biggest part of that is play action. Well, that's what I mean, too. You run the football, which is what I'm scared about with Iowa because they're very play-action forward as far as the pass goes. If we can't stop the run, then they're going to beat us deep Yep. because we're such an aggressive defense. Um, but we need to run the football to allow Penix to not have to throw the ball 50 times because he, he's fine. We can win the ball or win the game probably. But we're just, just let him – let him win a game where we only throws the ball like 27 times. So again, I, I we're obviously we, we do an IU podcast. We love IU. We don't, we're starting to, but we don't typically get USC dudes. Like this is a USC dude. Like I know we love Tim Baldwin and, and we love David Ellis, but like this is a USC five, former five-star running back that like, I'm with you. Like we both just chose grad transfers. We want to see because that's talent that, you know, forever IU didn't have, right? Like we didn't have playmakers like DJ Matthews or Steven Carr. I'm with you. Like the easy answer would have been, you know, Michael Penix Michael and Ty Freifogel, yep. right? Like let's look, but you and I were different, built different. <laughs> Went out of the box. Thanks. We want to see what we haven't seen. That's right. I like it. I do want to see. I do want to see what they do on their debuts. I so I'm curious. I'm curious if you went that same route for defense. I did not. I, I didn't. Went, I didn't either. I didn't. I either. went That's almost funny. the complete opposite. Me freaking too. I think we probably picked the same person. I went Grandpa. I went Marcelino McCrary Ball. Mm-hmm. I did not. To watch. I did not. Why is that? He's back, and I think everybody's going to remember what we're missing, and that we weren't missing anything. Maybe him. That's it. Last year. That is it. And the reason he's going to be so good, watch his tackling uh, against the run and watch how he covers tight ends. That's if where we're, him that's and where Goodson meet at about three to four lines <laughs> yards past the line of scrimmage. There might be an explosion. There might be like Goodson yeah. runs hard, hard runner, hard tack. Well, I, I don't, he didn't even tack. I don't know if he tackles that hard. He's just made of steel, I think. Yes. Or, or some sort of flexible stone that he's been etched out of. He's an Avenger. I mean, he's literally he a superhero. He is. He's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah. So that's my defensive key player to watch up for IU. What about you? For me, I mean, McFadden. the highest expectations 
not only this side of the ball, but the team in general on the road in a year, you could have went to the NFL, Micah. You could have probably been playing on Sundays, at least on special teams, because we know Micah's out there running on special teams. You know, I was freaking out when we have starters on special teams. There's a reason Tom Allen does that. Yeah. But, Did you hear about that? Did you hear that's his thing? Yeah. That's where you that's where you find out. He said this in his press conference on Monday. He said that he I think it was Monday. He said that's how he has always found out his entire career. You want to see who's the best running who you best running back on your team is? Kick punts to him. Kick kickoffs to him. See how they run against everybody running at him. You want to see who your best tacklers are? Your best linebackers? Put them on kickoff coverage. See how they tackle. See how they chase down the ball. Makes sense. It does. No, it, it does. So again, yeah, my, my point here is, dude, you're a senior captain. You came back for the last dance. It's on the road. Be a game changer. Be yeah. an absolute game changer. Like his performance against Wisconsin. Do that again. Mm-hmm. His performance against Ohio State. Do that again. You know, his performance every. Well, every- again, <laughs> if you I didn't want to bring this up, but since Uh-oh. you did. He didn't have a great game against Ole Miss. He probably had the most missed tackles I've ever seen. He probably well, only he had, had a the caught. He had the caught blocked field goal that he took an E on. So, you know, Ugh. maybe that's a, a sour taste in his mouth. Micah, go get us a win. It's time to Rise. one word for the week. Unleash. That's that, the one that word, the word for the week. Yep. Um, speaking of Micah, you said captains. I was scrolling down to find out. We do have six captains this year. All predictable, as yeah. they should. As they so, should. Micah, Marcelino, uh, Penix, Freifogel, Cam Jones, and... Love seeing Cam Peyton Jones Hendershot. on there. Love seeing Cam Jones on there. Me too. I think he's very underrated. I'm telling you, he's an NFL talent. I said that on one of the podcasts um, earlier. So, uh, back to... Let's do special teams. I'll let you take Chuck Campbell, I'm assuming. Yep, there we go. Um, there's going to be a kick, kicking it into an end zone with screaming fans. Um, it's going to be a high-pressure situation, maybe to end the first half. Um, do what you do, Chucky. Do what you do. Okay. I um, picked the other kicker. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. I thought you'd go Reese. Yeah. But... James no. Evans. Yes. Another IU, another First IU game. debut taunt. Yeah. Taunty taunts. I don't know. Careful. Whatever. Careful. Um, this, sh- we'll talk about it in predictions. I don't, th- I think I'm going to contradict myself here in a minute. So this debutante is an upper class young woman making her yes. first appearance. There it is. <laughs> That's exactly what it means. It's perfect. Yikes. Um, <laughs> Yikes. I don't know, man. I was trying to sound like super smart. I've had, you know, it's late. It's it almost is 11 late. o'clock. We That's usually record me. this at like 830. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you made me wait a little bit, maybe a couple more uh, down the hatch. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So I put on my smart cap before we started and it Ooh. was the wrong cap, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I, here's my part where I'm going to contradict it myself. I think this should be a low scoring game. Should be. So the over under is 46 and a half. Vegas yeah. thinks it's going to be. So field position is going to be big time. Let's see if old boy can punt. Let's see. Yeah. Make Petrus go 80, 85, 90 yards. Let's let's see if they can, you know, put 
sustain drives against our defense. That, that's a great point. No, the answer is no. Nobody does that. No, nobody sustains a drive against this defense. So I don't know. Let's uh, yeah, you just did yours. So let's do some Brando's Randos. We have no producer Seth sack today. Just a, yeah, that's, a why, that's why I went. There's a lot of them here. Yes. Um, so first I'll go goofy one. Goofy one. Okay. Let's How go good are you at geography? I'm pretty good. Dang. Okay. Maybe you'll get this. Name four cities in Iowa. Okay. Easy. Um, Iowa I can City, get two. I got two. Iowa City, Des Moines, yep. Cedar Rapids, Coralville. That isn't a place you made that. Yeah. Up. No, that's where I'm staying. It's oh. eight minutes away from the stadium. <laughs> Coralville. Coralville. Yeah. Ugh, man. Um, how Cedar many people Rapids have seen the movie? It's got uh, Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, you said it, then I remembered it. How many yeah. people in the United States, over under 50% of the U.S. citizens could name four cities in Iowa? Under. Right? Under. My wife, very, very smart woman. I'm not sure she's naming two. <laughs> we have friends that live in Des Moines. <laughs> friends, very good friends that will be at the game with us. Uh <laughs> Wearing IU stuff, by the way. Um, she probably doesn't even know where they live. She knows That's like funny. they live in Iowa, but I'm not sure she knows what city that they're in. All right. Next question. Let's put your let's put uh let's live in a hypothetical world. Let's yeah. fast forward Always 20 do. years. 20 years, right? IU has had a current Ferentz type run. Kurt constantly Ferentz. going eight and four, constantly going nine and three, never yeah. winning a big ten. Never really, you know, never challenging for the Big Ten ACC, right? Pac 12, but consistently title. competitive and well respected. Are you happy with that 20 year run? So, technically, I was been to a Big Ten championship game, right? Yeah, they came and drank the entire city of Indianapolis dry. It was pretty yes. awesome. So, if in the next 20 years, IU makes one Big Ten Pac 12 ACC. I won't be Mountain happy West if that happens. Championship. Mm, I will be happy. Will I be satisfied? No. That's how I answer that question. I will be happy. That's a good, that's a good answer. Because Great I answer. was been to Rose Bowls. They've been to big, t- uh, what do they call them? New Year's Six Bowls. They've always gone to big bowls. Even, even if they go six and six, they're going to like Music City. or I don't even think they went to Pinstripe. Maybe they went to Pinstripe once. So, yeah, I think I'll be remotely happy, like like a little bit. Yeah, I think I think you I think you nailed it. You'll be happy but not satisfied because of the expectations. In twenty years, is Tom Allen still here? Yes, that's why I I could see him retiring in twenty years. Okay, right? Like I I think that is his shelf life. Thomas Allen takes over. That'd be awesome. Um. All right, uh, one, two more, but one's a two-parter. Okay. Um, Great doing. Is, is this the most excited you've ever been for a team preseason? Because for me, I, I'm lucky. I'm spoiled. I've seen three Stanley Cup winners. I'm a Pittsburgh Penguin fan. I've seen two Super Bowls. I'm a Steelers fan. But those, those you, you know, there, there wasn't really the hype preseason. Um, th- just the hype around this season, this is the most excited I've ever been for a team. What say you? Yes. 
Yes. I mean, I've seen the Colts like two or three years in a row, almost like purposely almost go yeah. undefeated. Um, I'd say yes. Yeah. But I'm just way more invested in this than I am even in IU basketball, Pacers, Colts. The only Cubs, thing close whatever. to me, and I know I like IU basketball more a little bit more than you do. Not that you don't like them, but no, just um, not as intense. Right. Like the when we were preseason ranked number one, Cody Zeller, With Yogi, Vic, Yogi. Yeah, that was, that, that's, that's, that's the other team I was going to say that maybe that's it. Number one seed going into the tournament. Yep. Yeah. That's the only other team for me, pro or collegiate, that that even comes close. It's just so this team's so exciting and so likable. Like that's that's a, that's another thing. And there's just absolutely nothing unlikable about this team. It's great. I asked a question again today uh, during a meeting, not like in the meeting, but like you know, casual with some other people that I was with. Do non IU fans hate? Tom Allen. The answer was no. Yep. They can't. Like I've got no reason to hate him. So I don't know. Very likable team for sure. Yep. All right. The two parter here, because I think we need to look at both sides of the coin. What would a win mean? And what would a loss mean? Because I, I hate even throwing the the the, the loss word around, but you know, I think you know, we're a podcast. People listen to it. I think people need to at least be open to the idea that can happen. You know, we'll we'll make our predictions next. But I think, you know, we at least need to frame it as what it would mean. So what uh, what would a, a win and a loss mean? Win is. Hmm. We a win is reassurance. A win is reassurance that last year was not some sort of weird, I don't know, blip. Is a loss the opposite of that? I don't think so. If it's close, if it's a last second winner, if it's a last possession where we can't quite finish the game, does that mean that we were a fluke last year? No. Will I cry? Probably. Will I be an absolute nightmare on the recap? Probably. But I don't think, and I don't want to put too much pressure on my own heart here. I don't you know, you, you know, you think this is a season-defining game. Yeah. No, no me neither. How, it does become end- one. It does become one if, if, God, I can't believe we're going to say this. If we lose this game and we lose to Cincinnati, then we're in, we're in some hot water. Even, but, even not. So I'll get to that part. A win for me means buckle up. Like this team is capable of some things, right? Like whatever your field goal win, same thing. Or what about a, like, absolutely. Just, a, 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 again, there's pretty wins. There's ugly wins there's still wins. There's pretty losses. There's ugly losses. There's still losses. They are what they are. You, you, you know, don't need to get into all that. If we if a, a win for me means, okay, like, because Michael, you got to understand Vegas is pretty good at what they do. Yeah. Right. 
Last year, Vegas didn't know what IU was. Vegas has enough information. We're underdogs. That's why a loss for me is maybe reevaluate, but don't lose faith. Like maybe, maybe take your expectations and reevaluate them, but don't quit believing because Vegas, who wins more than they lose, says we should lose this game. The F, the again, say what you want about ESPN, their win predictor says we should lose this game. So while, you know, I have an idea where you were going to go with predictions, I think we need to understand that more, you know, more people that know a whole heck of a lot more than us, at least on an analytical standpoint, are saying we should lose this game. So a loss would mean reevaluate, but don't lose faith. A win would mean let's buckle up and do this thing. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Is that it? That's the last one? That's it. Let's get to it. Prediction time. Seth, what's your prediction? He's not here. He, I think he said something like 100 to nothing. IU. So, uh, Brandon, what do you got? So, I was very shocked. I had a score. Do you want to know my score before I read kind of a, a analytical breakdown? Or do you just want to know my, my prediction that I came up with? Give me your prediction and then tell me how you got there. So, I got 23-20. IU. I got IU scoring a touchdown to take the lead. Um, it's 20 to 16 and we score a touchdown. That would go so crazy. I will lose my mind. I, I have us getting three field goals and two touchdowns. I think this Iowa defense is really good and scoring touchdowns is going to be a lot harder than we think, especially on the road. So I, I have more field goals. I have Chuck Campbell being an absolute beast going three for three. I have us winning 23, 20. I have Petrus. You know, kind of like what we saw in the in the bowl game, like they're driving somewhat. They're at midfield, then it's like fourth and eight, and he throws a dud. Like, like it's it's clinch fist the entire time. Like it's they got the ball, forty some seconds left, fourth down at midfield, and Taiwan breaks it up to seal the game. That's how I think it's. I think this game is going to be extremely close, um, and it's it's going to be a toss up in the fourth quarter. But I'm giving that I'm giving the nod to you. Okay. I originally, I originally had a 31 20, but then I read more about the defense <laughs> and they haven't allowed more than 26 points in like a bazillion games. And, um, their red zone defense is extremely good. And, um, I, I read a whole bunch of things that made me think we're not scoring that many points. Okay. So. All right. Remember they don't play the East very much, but I, I agree. What do you got? I'm going to do my breakdown first. So what is this what I wrote? I'm going to go bald by the end of the game, possibly on the verge of divorce. You're going to have any uh, eyebrows left, just picking your eyebrows. Everything is gone. Anxiety is already through the roof. We've already talked about that. It's not going to get any better once the ball's kicked. But here's the hoping for an awesome weekend in Iowa City. IU 27, Iowa 24. We both have three-point games. That's yeah. I, I couldn't just flip the touchdowns and field goals for me. Two field goals, three touchdowns. So, and so I, do, you, do you think we end? Do we think we walk off like Chucky Campbell walk it off? I or? think it's a fourth quarter 27 14. Like, I think we, we have, I, 
I just came up with this scenario because I've been holding back talking about what I had a dream about today was that we just destroy them like 41 to 10 and I can relax and like not be so crazy. Like I'm not talking like offense is going nuts. I'm talking like defense takeaways, a special teams touchdown. Like it's just one of like, like uh, I hate to bring this up. But do, do, we get, do we get, today. do we get, do we get, handy bats a ball down and just stone handy yeah stone handy just tips a screen up in the air and he takes it 40 yards to the house uh tom allen was talking about how when they had all the defensive line over that he was glad that he had a concrete embedded yeah a concrete embedded gorilla basketball hoop with a breakaway rim because stone handy was dunking like crazy like just jumping out of like out of his shoes and just dunking super hard on top of people like just playing pick up pick up basketball and i was like that's good that's an athlete so we've been lacking as real solid athletes on the outside i'm really surprised you didn't go Ryder anderson in your player to watch i'm real pumped about having marcelino back but Ryder anderson i i do like that I like the prospect of Stone Handy. On he's not going to start based on the two deep on the other side. Um, I think they've got Bryant, Alfred Bryant, starting on the other side. Um, so I, I, we just just pressure. We just need pressure. Um, we're going to put up a, a poll on Twitter, guys. So check out the Twitter poll. It'll be up. We'll put it up. When we release the pod, we'll do that. We'll put it up tomorrow. Oh, well, Thursday. Whenever you guys are listening to this, hopefully the pod, hopefully it's still up. If not, go check it out. Um, Final statements is the last part before we get to the outro. Um, I think that, and you kind of touched this um, in your Brando's Randos. I think that this is a, this is a national defining game just for IU, not for Iowa. If we win this game, I think that finally we're no longer known as this Cinderella 2020 fluke team and known as, okay, well, they're here. It's it's time to pay attention to these guys and take them seriously. Um, so I do I, again, we, if we lose the game, we lose the game respectively. I don't think it's that big of a deal. If we win the game, I think it's a big, a big time boost um, for national morale. Um, and it will also make that Idaho, that awful game that's going to be Idaho, um, a little bit closer to a sellout. So pretty excited for it. Do you have anything else you want to add before we, we peace out? Have fun. How many times could we say that on the road against a, a ranked Big Ten team, right? Like, have this is fun. I know you're freaking out. I'm sure all of our fan, a lot of our more than not are freaking out. Like, sit back because enough of us remember when IU football wasn't fun, when we were losing 83 to nothing against Wisconsin on the road, right? Like, just sit back and understand that this is a freaking blast. Um, and it could only get more fun if this weekend goes how you and I predicted it. 
Definitely. Um, Definitely. My road record, not great. Just so everybody knows. Uh, one win, but it was the most recent one. It was the most recent road game I went to. So um, hopefully that is a sign of uh, what's to come. So either way, check us out uh, on Facebook and Twitter. If you need any more information on the podcast, it's facebook.com backslash podcast LEO. On Twitter, we are going to start being more active, not just retweets and everything else. Um, that's uh, at podcast LEO. Also follow, download, rate, review, follow, download, rate, review, follow, download, rate, review. Even if you don't even like us, man, just give us five stars and then just like tell us how bad we suck. It just the five star thing is kind mostly of mostly like, oh, oh, producers, not mm-hmm. us. Yeah, but, yeah, just yeah. just Seth. Really. Um, until then, guys, um, here's to a victory, and uh, we will talk to you after the game. Hey, Michael, LEO. travel safe, Elio. Elio, awesome day, Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that, Elio. All right, great, Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.